like changing their job really helped them change their life. And I think learning that I was a projector, I was like, oh, this kind of like makes sense why I was always called to that very specific type Hmm. of work. And when it came to kind of how my energy operated, like I could certainly see like in retrospect, what, how that showed up early on in my career. Um, you know, I came from a retail environment, so I worked in stores for many, many years. And like, I can remember, you know, whether it was getting the sales floor ready with new product or writing schedules, like when I was kind of locked in and in my zone, I could really like get things knocked out in a really short amount of time. And then you know, I remember days that were very, very long where at the end of it, like my peers, you know, were still going strong and I was just like spent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I came home, I felt like I needed to sleep for like two days before it was mm-hmm. like kind of recalibrated and, you know, was kind of back to being myself. Welcome to the Well-Designed Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Healy, and together with my friend and co-host, Kyle Wood, we'll share how we're integrating human design into our own lives. We're both entrepreneurs in the wellness space, navigating running our own businesses while being present in our personal lives, all without burning out in the process. In this episode, we'll include plenty of practical tools to get you unstuck and feel more in flow. Let's get started. Welcome back to Well Designed. So in today's podcast, oh wait, first, hi Brandy. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) We always chat beforehand, so it's, you know, we have to re-greet for this. Great, yes. Uh, So uh, for today's episode, we're going to just share a little bit more about ourselves. And we thought a fun way to do this, it would be through the lens of human design. So in today's episode, I'm going to do a mini reading on Brandy so you can see how her human design shows up in her life and just kind of get a feel if you're new to human design or whatever this is that we're doing, uh, that you get an <laughs> idea of like what it is. Um, so by looking at Brandy's chart there, I can pick out different things about her, like how she like might use her energy best, where some of her strengths might lie. Um, and of course, having studied her and chart a bit as well, maybe Brandy, you'll be able to give us some feedback on uh, how the stuff's shown up for you in your life too. Sounds sound? good. Sounds good. Sounds good. I think that's everything. All right. Should we just dive in? Let's go. Okay. What, what do you want to know today? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why people should listen to this podcast. Like, <laughs> okay. What, would, what makes me a good podcast host? <laughs> well, so, okay. So the first thing that, that I always think of with you and because it, like before I even saw your chart and you, what profile you had, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's got the fifth line in her profile. So if you look up your own chart and you 
you have a look, there's a, there's a little section called profile and there's like two numbers in there. And Brandy's got a five as one of her numbers, which is like the problem solver. It's like what I like to call it. <laughs> but like you, you're really here to like see solutions that other people can't see. So you, you can come into a situation, hear a conversation, work in a team, um, just be chatting to someone and you have an ability to just be able to like see unique ways of solving, uh, you know, problems and things like that. But of course, um, people aren't always ready to have their problems solved. <laughs> <laughs> people aren't always ready for advice. So that's, that's, you know, the other side of this, but I'm, I'm guessing like if someone's listening to this podcast, they're looking for advice and insight from us. And because you have this ability and I've seen it shot during the time we've been getting to know each other. And like I said, even in that first call, when uh, I was telling you about some, some of the things I was going through and you know, just like throwing ideas at me, uh, with confidence as well, um, <laughs> that I fucking lend the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a great, this is a great place to be. That's a great thing you bring to other people. And I'm sure in like the places like, you know, has that shown up in places you work and things like that, you, you'd have to use this quite a bit, wouldn't you? Yes, it's definitely been, you know, I think it's it's been like on my resume for years that I am <laughs> a solution-oriented problem solver. Before you uh, even knew about before this. Before yeah. I even knew what human yeah. design was. And yeah. so when I discovered that part of my chart, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. And I think one of the key pieces in that is that invitation piece, right, is making sure that people actually want to hear the solution before I yeah. just deliver it. And that's something um, once really understanding what that invitation looks like, it's like now, even though it's challenging, I try to bite my tongue a bit when I know that maybe that that situation or that individual is not ready to hear the solution I have to provide. So mm. making sure that like the person is ready or the solution really is, you know, warranting that I share my piece before I offer it to kind of avoid, you know, feeling like I'm not being heard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good tips for any other people with fives in their profile out there <laughs> uh and then so then well, well we're on profile so the other the other number you've got is a three which i call this the experimenter which is i call it the fuck around and find out yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a nice way of saying that it's a nice way of saying person who makes lots of mistakes uh person who learns best through mistakes uh, so and so I, I like the sort of the thought around this of like it's like your process is often messy and it should look messy. And I think that's just like a really nice permission to give people with this because yeah, you're, you're stuck. The more neater and organized you're being <laughs> in your approach to things, <laughs> probably the less results you're going to get than when you get yourself in that like flow state of just being able to like try things, fail, like learn from that, try things, fail, learn from that. Would you agree? Yes. And I think, you know, there are parts of my design that conflict with 
the messiness part <laughs> for sure. However, I feel like when I grant myself that grace to know like it doesn't have to be perfect, I just need to start. And as I move through and experiment and find out what doesn't work, it really does get me closer to what does. And it's oftentimes through that experience of trial and error that I'm actually able to give solutions because I'm like, oh, I tried that and this is what worked or I tried that and it came out kind of sideways. So, um, you know, that has been another piece that like when I learned about that experimentation and that kind of need to have things not pan out, it did kind of offer me like, oh, like there was a point in my career where I had several different jobs in a short period of time. And I think for a really long time, I felt a lot of shame around that. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, gosh, this is kind of embarrassing. Like I look really flaky or whatever. And like, once I kind of like learned that about myself, I was like, oh, actually that was like me going through this process of experimenting and trying out these different roles in these different spaces. And it really did get me a lot closer to what felt right for me. And, you know, it taught me a lot about what I don't want in, you know, a work environment and a lot about what I do and what I was looking for. So, you know, the the process was incredibly, incredibly useful. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. That's, uh, yeah, I feel like that's a big permission thing. Um, my wife has this too, and she says, yeah, learning that has just been Great. And anytime she makes a mistake in a business, I'm like, yeah, that's, 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 that's who you're meant to do. Stop trying to, <laughs> what, is there anything to learn from it? Or, or maybe there's not, maybe it's just like, yep, I made a mistake and, and I'll move on. Um, and like, trust that. Uh, so the other thing I like starting with the profile for like business stuff, because it's, it's super applicable. You can see how that trial and error or F around and find out, as you said, um, <laughs> method can be really helpful because that's like, you know, in this, that Silicon Valley world, you've got that model of like fail fast. Like you don't want to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, or, sorry, hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on something just to find out it doesn't work. So it can be really helpful in the business space. So an important thing for you as well, especially in like stepping into like business is how you use your energy best. Uh, so you and I both, well, our type in human design is called projector. And as projectors, we're here really to be like guides to the rest of the world. Uh, so we have an ability to be able to really like create a lot of change, um, in people's lives. Um, But the caveat with that is that, you know, we need to be like invited in. people need to be ready for that change. Uh, And with that comes at times an inconsistent source of energy. So like downtime is really important to us as well. We're not designed to like go, go, go from 6am till bedtime. And I see this with my daughters. Um, Yeah. 
uh, yeah, like one is one is a projector and, and one is not. And yeah, the projector one, she wants a nice slow morning <laughs> breakfast late. The other one is like as soon as she wakes up, she needs food in it. She's like, go, go, go. She's like dancing. Like shot uh, out of a cannon. Yeah, pretty much. And, and from naps and things as well. She'll be like seem to be in the deepest sleep. And then as soon as she wakes up, sits up, ready to go. <laughs> so how do you, you know, sometimes that can be seen as like a bad thing, uh, the energy thing, but it's actually this kind of like cool superpower um, because we balance that out by being super efficient when we're like when, when in that a pathway is right for us, we can bring a lot of like efficiency to that. You agree with that? Yes. So I think, you know, learning about projectors gift is insight and guidance. I think that really landed for me. I've spent, you know, the last two decades of my career working to help other people hit their career goals. And, you know, as fun as it was to like help them make money, help them have success in their, in business to help them work towards getting promotions or, you know, getting the next big thing. Like those things were exciting, but it was truly like how that gave them the ability to like change their life. Maybe it mm. was like move out of their parents' house or, you know, like save money for a trip, pay off their student loan debt, like changing their job really helped them change their life. And I think, learning that I was a projector, I was like, oh, this kind of like makes sense why I was always called to that very specific type hmm. of work. And when it came to kind of how my energy operated, like I could certainly see like in retrospect, what, how that showed up early on in my career. Um, you know, I came from a retail environment, so I worked in stores for many, many years and like i can remember you know whether it was getting the sales floor ready with new product or writing schedules like when i was kind of locked in and in my zone i could really like get things knocked out in a really short amount of time and then you know i remember days that were very very long where at the end of it like my peers you know were still going strong and i was just like spent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I came home, I felt like I needed to sleep for like two days before it was like kind of recalibrated and, you know, was kind of back to being myself. And, you know, it's been certainly like, you know, something that I consistently um, have an awareness around is like, am I just continuing to work because I feel an obligation to, or is it because I really feel like, inspired and have the energy mm. to like get this thing done at my best. And I notice like when I take those pauses in my day to like walk my dog or like have a snack or just like kind of sit for a minute yeah. uh, before moving on to the next task that it really kind of gives me the opportunity to kind of like recharge my battery. So I have the energy to actually do the things that I need to do and do them well. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> Did that one hit home for you? Oh, that one hit home for me too. Um, because, yeah, we're both what's called a, an energized projector. So when our heart is really in something, we can push ourselves a bit harder. But, like, we need to have that downtime still. So, um, yeah, balancing that can be tricky, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what else can I say about you? There's a lot. It's it's more like can I filter without getting too. Let's let's talk about because this is an area you and I are both quite different, which is you know how we best make decisions. So in human design, they call this your authority or your inner authority, uh, and the philosophy behind this is that. We're not really meant to make our decisions from like really like mental heady places, uh, especially like big decisions, especially like relationship driven decisions. Sure, we can apply some strategy to things and map things out a little bit, plan things out. Um, but we're each equipped with another way to make decisions that involves more like tapping back into our bodies. I think anyone who's done any like amount of like yoga or meditation or anything like that understands the clarity they get from having practices that help them slow down, tap back into their bodies. So your type of inner authority is called emotional (laughs) or soul flexes, but uh, we, we kind of like the phrase, wait, wait for clarity. So when you've got a big decision you need to make, it's best for you not to make it in the moment when you might be caught up in the emotional excitement or the, the fear of the moment or the, um, the sadness of the moment or the, the stress of the moment, but it's best for you to wait and kind of ride out all those emotions and, uh, see how you feel, you know, the next day or the day after, like when that clarity, when you feel peaceful about making decisions has this has can you think like in your life is there times when you like made the decision in the moment and oh yeah of course (laughs) (laughs) and then realize later oh no (laughs) no and you know i think the best example of this is like social commitments um you know people will say like this thing is happening and i'm like oh my gosh it sounds like, so, fun. so Amazing. fun i'd love to do that <laughs> i'm in i'm in and like the next day i'm like i do not want to do that <laughs> like you know and that's really you know goes back to that being that projector of like having a really kind of like a i don't want to say limited bandwidth but you know you have to be di- really discerning about where you you choose to place your energy and i think that sometimes like social interactions can just like really tap me out and so i have found it really useful um when possible for certain certain things like that to be like that sounds super fun let me get back to you and Mm -hmm. like taking that beat um whether it be a social engagement or you know a business opportunity to letting the 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 kind of emotions settle. So like, I like to think of it as like throwing a rock into a pond and it's like, you gotta wait for the ripples to settle down mm-hmm. so you can w- let the water become still so you can see what that rock looks like and say, do I wanna pick it up or do I wanna leave it there? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a, I like that that uh visual of the the ripples. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and mine's very different, but we'll talk about that next episode when you look at my chart. Uh there's one other thing I want to touch touch on. And I think again, because it could be help, really helpful in business, and that's kind of like your your signposts we call them. So these uh, can be again in a way to check in with ourselves on whether we're on the right track or not. Uh, so for you, when you're doing activities, interacting with people that give you like a real sense of like recognition and like success, recognition for your like innate gifts. Um, not recognition because you like worked so hard and killed yourself over this thing, <laughs> but recognition for the, your innate gifts, your ability to like guide people to be able to like provide out of the box solutions um, for your insight. That that's a great sign that you're on the right track. But on the other hand, um, when you start noticing bitterness coming up, that can be a sign that you're not on the right track. So yeah, when you, when you've made those commitments in the moment and then later being like, ah, <laughs> or when you're trying to offer advice to someone who's like not ready to hear it. Um, Why are you yeah. attacking me? And yeah. 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 <laughs> or, or, you know, or they're just like, you just get the, yeah. Okay. And then they make zero of the changes you've just um, given. <laughs> so that can be, so that, that can be a cool signpost for you. There's like, Success and in, in feeling of recognition um, on the one side can be like, all right, we're going to eat more of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the bitter, when that bitter taste comes through, <laughs> we've, we're noticing in ourselves that bitterness that like, oh, why don't they do that? You know, moaning about people, um, moaning about situations, complaining about things. That can be a sign. Uh, maybe this is, maybe this has run its course and it's time to let it go. Or maybe I, have overcommitted myself here and um there's some things that need to go does that resonate yes very much so and i think that that has been useful to understand like what those emotions really mean and to try to recognize like in those moments of feeling really successful it's like instead of like trying to chase or hang on to it, it's like noticing like who or where have I placed my, my time, my energy, my resources mm. that makes me feel valued. And on the flip side of like, when that bitterness comes in, it's like, can I look for a way to either change this or pull out of it altogether if it doesn't serve me anymore? And I can think of like, you know, when I think about like a space, you know, business wise, where I feel really successful, like, I just think of how I feel like after I teach a yoga class, when I, you know, I open the door, it's, you know, filled, had been, the class was filled with people. It's 102 degrees. <laughs> Everyone's walking out of the door, just like drenched in sweat, red face, like, totally blissed out yoga wasted and they're just like ah oh, <laughs> thank you it's just like the best feeling of you know that time that i spent in planning the class putting the playlist mm. together the energy that is spent like creating that experience guiding a group of people 
Um, certainly like that is just like kind of the most like visual painting I can give of what that kind of looks and feels like for me, at least in, in my work. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and that bitterness, I think it shows up just as you mentioned, it's like, I could think about in situations where it's like, I see solutions or <laughs> I mm. see the way that things could be better um, and either not being asked what I think or sharing without being asked what I think and just, you know, feeling really bitter and resentful because of it. And it's like, instead of feeling like, Ugh, well, no one's asking me, it's like, great, I can save that mental energy for something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that permission to like, let go of, let go of things. Oh, that's good. That's well, fun. There's, there's lots, yeah, there's lots else I could go into, but I think, I feel like that's a good, a good. We've got time. We've got time. We'll talk about exactly. more in, a, in other episodes <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the next time you'll have a look at my chat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be good. Uh, awesome. All right. Thank well, you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for listening. And we will uh, see you shortly in the next episode. Hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast, Well Designed. If you really enjoyed this podcast episode, here are a couple of things you could do to help us out. One, you can share this with a friend or a colleague who you think could really benefit from what we've talked about. Two, if there's any way you can give us any love, can you rate the podcast? Can you give us a thumbs up? Whatever you can do, that just helps us reach more people. And finally, if you want to connect with us and stay in tune with us, make sure you subscribe in your app. We are at Well Designed HD on all the different social media platforms so you can find us there too. Thank you again, and we'll be back soon with the next episode.